Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Yudzayin in Maseches Nedarim. Today is sponsored by the Reverse Shomer Train, the only way to, to travel. Okay. Yeah, and Zechus for Fushlema from Menachem Mendel Ben Pesi, who had the surgery yesterday, and of course, oh, he ended up not having it. Oh, they're going to do the medication first and the surgery may have a refor shleim of Bakarov. Okay. Um, and, uh, of course, Leila Nishmas of Chaim Sevben, Rav Avmaron Halevi, Malinowitz, and um, all the people we love. Aryeh, we love you. We miss you. And here we go. Okay, Yudzayin, Nebed Aleph. Yesh Neder Betoch Neder. Says the Mishnah. We're starting at the Mishnah over here. What is Yesh Neder Betoch Neder? Andrew, we're going to stick with the Ran. The Rishonim are all over the map here. But if you stick with the Ron, it's actually pretty straightforward stuff, as follows. What does Yesh Neder Betoch Neder mean? Well, it has to do with <laughs> the superimposition of a Neder. As we will see, well, the Gemara is going to say, the Mishnah is going to say Ketzah. It's going to give you examples. But simply put, um, we say, Ein Shvua Chal Al Shvua. So, for example, if I said, with regards to Shvua, as we'll read over here, the next clause in the Mishnah, V'ein Shvua B'toch Shvua, okay? So again, the Mishnah is saying, Yesh Neder B'toch Neder, V'ein Shvua B'toch Shvua, it's creating a distinction between Neder and Shvua, as we've been discussing, right? The difference between those two things, um, in the following way, which is, the simplest way to put it is, you could superimpose a Neder on Neder, and you will in fact... Uh, have be obligated doubly for the neder, but for the shvua it will not work. So, for example, right? Because there's an idea that we've mentioned ein shvua chala al shvua. So, if you obligate yourself to something, right, in a shvua format, and then obligate yourself to the same thing again, that second time you obligate yourself that time is thrown out because after all, it's nonsensical. You've already obligated. You can't be more obligated than you already are. But for whatever reason, if you do it with a neder, somehow it will be superimposed. How so? Okay. So, Ketzad, how so? Asks the Mishnah. The following. When it comes to the neder, Ama hareini nazir im ochal, hareini nazir im ochal, be'achal. Okay, so you say, if I eat this bread, you're making a tanai now. If I eat this bread, I'll become a nazir. And then you say it again. Right? I hereby become a nazir if I eat this bread. And then he eats the bread. Chayav al-kolachas ve'achas. He's obligated to serve, let's say, let's call it the requisite 30-day term of nazirus for each and every time that he declared it. Um, right? So, you know, they just had the sentencing of the Parkland shooter. So he... This this uh, this guy four years ago um, shot up and killed like a whole bunch of people, and then he uh, so he got like thirty five consecutive life sentences. Lahavdil, okay. So when you get, in other words, he killed right Rahman al-Itzlan, Let's say thirty people. So when you serve thirty life sentences, you don't serve them simultaneously. That would be ridiculous. Right, so it's lahavdil, but it's to illustrate the point that if you're ser- serving thirty naziruses, if you do it simultaneously, it doesn't mean anything. So what happens is you end up doing it consecutively. So you right committed yourself to thirty naziruses. So you, when one ends, the other one is going to begin. Okay, so that is how it works with naziruses. Now, 
Nazirus is the example that the Mishnah gives of a neder. The Ran, unlike other Rishonim who explain this, simply says, and it's how we're going to go with it because it's the easiest way to go, that this is actually something that is unique to Nazir, and it would only be true of Nazir. It wouldn't really be true necessarily of any other neder. So even though we already said that a neder is on the object, right? It's on the chefza, and a shvua is on the individual. What we're really saying is that the, the example of where yesh neder betoch neder, which is to say the example of when you say two, right, things of the same neder twice, uh, and you are obligated for both of them, is really the only one example is that of Nazir. Okay, so that's how the Ran understands this here. To say that yesh neder betoch neder is referring specifically to Nazir's. Another way of saying it would be, there's an example within neder, but not within shvua, where if you make the same neder twice, you'll end up serving, right, consecutive sentences, which is what you would do, in, and what is that example? Nazirus. So if you, again, you obligate yourself to Nazirus, and you obligate yourself to Nazirus again, in the context of Nether, even though you didn't say, let's say, let's say you didn't specify any time period, you'll end up serving consecutive Nazirus sentences for every time you committed yourself to Nazirus. Whereas Bishvua, if you said it in a context of Shvua, and you said it multiple, uh, multiple times, then it's just assumed that every time after the first time is just nonsensical. And therefore, it's not uh, going to be consecutive. It'll be the subsequent ones will be thrown away. And only the first one will count. So that is what we're saying. That if he said, Now, why did he say, The Rishonim discussed that also. What does that have to do with the bread? That is not clear. <laughs> Meaning, it's, it, it's, not, it's not clear that it wouldn't work if he didn't related to the bread. That's a, that's a different thing. It's just for whatever reason, they're saying it in the context of Tanai, but really he might be able to... Uh, now, the, the one reason why you might say it is because if you relate it to the Tanai of eating the bread, then upon eating the bread, now you've perfectly synced up all of the Naziris, meaning right, the Tanai makes it such... Right, you're holding a delicious-looking pastrami sandwich, right? So I'll say, I'll be a Nazir if I eat Andrew's sandwich. And then I'll say, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a Nazir if I eat Andrew's sandwich. Now, my expressions of Nazirus, my nether, if you will, right, they keep, uh, they're not simultaneous, obviously, because I can't say the same thing simultaneously, right, many times. So I'm making the declaration consecutively. But if I attach it to your bread... So then the first bite that I eat of the bread, it's, that's when all of my declarations come to fruition simultaneously. And so perhaps the Chiddush there in the Mishnah is that even though uh, all of my obligations fall upon me simultaneously, I still serve the Naziris consecutively. Okay? It's not as if I only said it once, right? I only took one bite of your bread, but I said the declaration multiple times, and that's what obligates me to the consecutive sentences, Okay? So that's what's going on. Now, that is Chayv as opposed to, says the Mishnah, Shvua Shelo Ochel. Shvua Shelo Ochel, Ve'achal, Eino Chayv Achas. Right? If I make a Shvua, that I'm not going to eat your bread, and then I eat it, I'm only going to be Chayv one time, right? So if I eat it intentionally, if one eats it intentionally, he's going to receive only one set of Malkus. And if he eats it by accident, 
he's going to only have to bring one carbon. Okay? Fine. Now, it says the Gemara, and the rest of the Gemara, the rest of the daf is going to be machlokes over here between Rav Huna and Shmuel. And I'll say it outside first. Rav Huna is going to make a big chiddush, and we're going to spend the rest of the time trying to, uh, bringing proofs or bringing problems with Rav Huna's big chiddush. Shmuel reads our Gemara. I'll explain Shmuel first, and I'll read everything inside. When we say yesh neder betoch neder, bein shu betoch shua, the way I explained it, and the way the Mishnah looks on the surface is that if you have an exact superimposition, let's go within the neder, right, where actually you would serve conservative, uh, consecutive sentences. So the way we understand the Mishnah is, like I said before, I make multiple statements. Let's say I tie it into your sandwich, Andrew. And so I, those sentences now, I didn't, and I don't state, right, any time frame. I don't say I'm going to be a Nazir in April and then I'm going to be a Nazir in May. I say I'm going to have the standard, I take upon myself the standard 30-day Nazirs. And I take upon it immediately, effective immediately when I eat Andrew's sandwich. And then I say it again. And then I say it again. The second I take a bite out of your sandwich, you would think that I would have three exact 30 day period of Naziris, completely superimposed on each other, says the Mishnah, according to Shmuel, that no, I will not serve only one of those 30-day Nazir sentences. I will serve three consecutive 30-day sentences for the next three months. I, With one bite of your sandwich, Andrew, I've obligated myself to be a Nazir. That is the position of Shmuel. However, Rav Huna says that cannot be. Rav Huna says that you can't superimpose it. That in order to effectuate consecutive Naziris, I must have, I must say something in my obligation where the second Naziris adds a little bit to the first. In other words, there must be some distinguishing factor, some daylight between the first and the second obligation. So that, but the way it works is like this. So if I say, Andrew, I'm going to be a Nazir, we're in, what month are we in, Andrew? I don't even know. We're in, we're in, oh, we're in Mark Cheshvan. Okay, good. So if I say, I'm, if I eat a bite of your sandwich, I'm going to be in Nazir until Hanukkah, until the first day of Hanukkah. And then I say, if I eat a bite of your sandwich until the eighth day of Hanukkah. So I've added the eight days. If I added even only one day, I say, so again, if I say I'm going to be in Nazir until Hanukkah, and then I make another statement, I'd be in Nazir until Hanukkah. And then I make another statement, be a Nazir until the first day of Hanukkah. In each three of the three times, I specify it'll be until the first day of Hanukkah. And I eat of your sandwich. According to Shmuel, despite the fact that I even basically specified when it's going to be, it's going to be three consecutives. However, according to Rav Huna, it would only be one. The only way, but here's the, here's the fascinating part. If I said, we'll take now three oaths, uh, two, two oaths, let's say. So if I, uh, two, n- n- Nadarim, I should say. So if I make two Nadarim and I say to Andrew, Andrew, if I take one bite of your sandwich, I'm going to be a Nazir until the first day of Hanukkah. And then I say, if I take one bite of your sandwich, I'm going to be a Nazir until the second day of Hanukkah. So because I added even a little bit to my second Naziris, I hop, like you're pointing out to me, an entire second round of Naziris on top of the first. So... That's the, that's the way to describe it, that all you need is to add a little tiny bit, 
Once you've added a little tiny bit, you're going to have to take on the entire Naziris consecutively, okay? But if you don't add even a little bit, according to Ravuna, then you're going to have it only simultaneous. So what Ravuna's trying to say is, it cannot be, he's saying, that if it's really completely superimposed and redundant, it can't be that you have to take on two Naziris. In that sense, it would be like a Shavua, right? In that, Ein Shavua Chalal Shavua. It must be that you add it a little bit, and that's why the Naziris uh, ends up consecutively. Now, the, then the Gemara asks, wait a second, if that's true, so then wouldn't that be true of Shavua also, right? We, the, the mission on the surface sounds like Shmuel, that it's only when it's exact that, that you have a distinction between Shavua and Naziris, right? Uh, however, if you're going to say that it's inexact, and I made two not exact, uh, not exactly the same, right? Not exactly identical, superimposed, uh, Nadarim, so then that maybe would be true even in the context of Shua. And so that's how the questions on Ravuna pile up. So let's see. I, the, they ask about four different rayas of Ravuna, questions against him. And by the time we finish the daf, we will have finished, I think, about three of them, and the rest will be left for Shabbos. So, Amar Ravuna. Lo shanu lamachar. So this is exactly the point we were making. That Ravuna can't believe, right, that even with Nazirus, that if you said, like we just said, that if you said, Haredi Nazir Hayom, Haredi Nazir Hayom, he can't believe that you'd have to serve consecutive sentences. He says, I can, that sounds like you're just saying the same thing twice and, and it's redundant. And we would throw out the second. He holds, rather, Ravuna does, that if you, that the only way where you'd have to serve consecutive sentences is if you have a little bit of a difference between the first and the second. So even if the difference is slight, right, you say, I'll become a Nazir today. And then you say, you know what, if I eat the sandwich, I'll become a Nazir tomorrow. So technically, the second Naziris should end one day after the first. If you said that, then yes, it would be consecutive. And the second Naziris would not end one day after the first. It would end 30 days later. But at least there was a difference between the first and the second statement. That was the comment of Ravuna, right? Why is that? Why does he hold that? Says the Gemara. Since you added, Migo, since the Kamisosif that you added, Yoma Yasera, one extra day, Chaila Naziris on Naziris. So by adding one extra day, you've distinguished between the first and the second, right, um, declaration. And in so doing, you have taken upon yourself an entire second 30 day period of Naziris. Aval says Ravuna. Amar, Harani Nazir Hayom, Harani Nazir Hayom. If you did the same exact statement twice, Ain Chala Naziris Al Naziris. And if you did that, then it is in fact just like a Shvua. Right? It's just like a Shvua in the sense that there's no superposition. Once it's exactly the same, then we just assume that the second comment is redundant and makes no sense. The article pointed out that this is really based on a machlokas we'll learn tomorrow on Yalak Dafir Ches, which is that is this idea of Ain Shvua Chalal Shvua is it uh, coming from a pasuk, or is it coming from logic? Um, and as the Ron explains, if it's coming from <coughs> logic, so then that is Ravuna's point. Ravuna says it's illogical to <coughs> take a statement and have two identical statements and to stack them on top of each other so that you're serving consecutive sentences. That's illogical. Rather, if it was a glaive, it's a fine. But if you're using logic, so then according to Ravuna, it only makes sense to stack consecutive sentences when one was in some way, um, right, declared in a way that was a, a little bit different than the other. Um, be that as it may, 
at this point, Ravuna is saying that Naziris would be exactly like Shavua, unlike our mission that says that Naziris, you can have consecutive sentences if you say the same thing. And Shavua, you cannot. Ravuna says that, no, that's only in the case where Naziris, the two declarations are not identical. Okay. Says the Gemara. Now the Gemara is going to uh, have Shmuel Shita. Shmuel Amar. Afilu Amar. Hareini Nazar Yom. Hareini Nazar Yom. Chala Naziris. Aleha. Amazing. Right? Shmuel, in contrast, says what we thought the Mishnah said. Right? What was the Lushan of the Mishnah? The Mishnah was Yesh Neder Betok Neder. So Shmuel says, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like if you said the same exact Neder. Hareini Nazar Yom. Then Hareini Nazar Yom. And even if you said the same thing twice, you'll have to serve consecutive Nazira sentences. That's Shmuel Shita. So now we're five lines up for the bottom. We're going to start pounding Ravuna with questions. Says the Gemara. Right? When, according to Ravuna, what's the language of the mission? It says, that you can't repeat the same Shua twice. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like the two would be the same. Okay. And so when you say ain't shuva betok shuva, it sounds like the shuva would be the same, and that categorically there is no scenario within shuva where you would serve consecutive shuvos, right? Fine. So once you said that, says the Gemara, litni yesh neder betok neder ve'ain neder betok neder. But then we said with regards to neder that categorically, if you said a neder betok neder, that you do serve consecutive nazirus. Well, guess what? I'll say it outside first. The Gemara is asking, if it were true, right, that there's a scenario where yesh neder betoch neder, but a scenario where ain't neder betoch neder, in other words, if what Shmuel, let's say, says is true, that any time you superimpose nadarim, you have to serve them consecutively, so then I can understand why you're saying categorically yesh neder betoch neder. But if it's, so, so according to Shmuel, our Mishnah fits. Like we said, the language sounds more like Shmuel. But according to Rav Huna, there are cases where the nether terms are served consecutively, and there are cases when they're not served consecutively. And therefore, why would our Mishnah say categorically that yesh nether betoch nether? That's not true. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends on whether you're saying it uh, the same thing twice or not, right? So that's what the Gemara is saying here, right? Listen, yesh nether betoch nether, ain't nether betoch nether. How so? Harini nazir hayom harini nazir would be a scenario of yesh neder betoch neder, as Ravuna says, right? That if you said the two obligations, I'll become another today, I'll become another tomorrow, and the two obligations were not identical, so then it's true, yesh neder betoch neder. That it was true that in that case you'd serve two consecutive nazir's terms. However, hareni nazir hayom, hareni nazir hayom, if you said the same thing twice, as we turn to Yudzayin HaMabayz, ain't neder betoch neder. Then, according to Ravuna, Right? You would not serve consecutive terms. In fact, that isn't exactly Ravuna's Shita. So, all the Gemara is saying is that the Mishnah definitely sounds a lot more like Shmuel. Because the Mishnah sounds categorically like it's saying if you said the same thing twice but in the Dharm, you would serve consecutive sentences. Whereas if you said the same thing twice by Shvua, we would throw out the second Shvua and you'd only serve one sentence. So, that's what the Mishnah sounds like. And if when Ravuna modifies and says, that that's only true when you said two non-identical nadarim. Well, that's not what the Mishnah sounds like. If that were really true, says the the Gemara, then we would have, then we would have stated so, and we wouldn't say categorically that yesh neder betoch neder. To which the Gemara says kasha. That's a really good question. Okay, so that's question number one. 
on Ravuna. Now we're going to have question number two on Ravuna as follows. So now, again, from our Mishnah, what does our Mishnah say? Right? That two superimposed Nadarm work, two superimposed Shvuas, you throw out the second one. Hechi dummy. So says the Gemara. So if it's true, like Ravuna says, then the case of Nadarm, you change something in your second obligation of Nether, and that's the only time where you have consecutive Nazirus. So the Chavasega be Shvua. So what would be the parallel with Shvua? The parallel would be as follows. As follows. Let's say I said in the language of, in the context of Shvua, I'm not going to eat figs. And then subsequently I make a, another Shvua. I'm not going to eat grapes. So what would you say, Andrew? That you throw out the second one? That I'm, I am allowed to eat grapes? That's absolutely ridiculous. That, nobody would say that. Now I have obligated myself to not eat figs and also to not eat grapes. <laughs> so this is like exaggerating to clarify. The Gemara is saying, if it only works to, right, to affect two separate Naziris, if you said two separate things, well, that would be true of Shrua also. If you said two separate things, you'd obligate yourself to those two things also. So that can't be the scenario where you have a distinction between Nether and Shrua. Right, again, all this makes sense according to Shmuel, because according to Shmuel, you said two identical things. And for Naziris, it works to obligate you twice, and for Shavuah, it doesn't. But according to Ravuna, he has to change it to say that you said two separate things. Well, that would work for Shavuah too. Oh. So rather, says the Gemara, no. It says, in other words, if you said dates and then figs, why would it not obligate you twice? Which is to say, of course it was. Of course it would. So, the, so what's the parallel case? Rather, says the Gemara, What would be the case where you change something a little bit and you don't obligate something extra upon yourself? Well, says the says the Gemara, Let's say first you made a shvur that you're not going to eat dates, and then then again you said you're not going to eat dates, figs. Oh, uh, right, tamar is a date. Te'enim is figs. Thank you. Okay, so you, again, if you made the same shvua twice, I'm not going to eat figs, and then you came back and you said, again, I'm not going to eat figs. Okay, well, that would be when you said the same exact thing. So wait. The Chavasei Gabba Nezirus Echidami. Well, that, what would be the parallel to Nezirus? Dama Harini Nazir Yom Harini Nazir Yom. Right? So according to Shmuel, that would make sense. In other words... <laughs> exactly. The parallel would be Harini Nazir Yom, Harini Nazir Yom. According to Shmuel, you end up doing serving consecutive terms, and it's parallel to saying I'm not going to eat figs, and then making another shvua that says I'm not going to eat figs. Whereby a shvua, you can't obligate yourself to not eat figs twice, so the second time is nonsensical. It's not impactful, and therefore you've ain shvua chala shvua, and you've only taken on right not eating figs once. Whereas with Nazirus, you would have consecutive terms. That's how Shmuel would understand it. But according to Ravuna, who says, you don't end up having to serve two consecutive terms. So then how is he seeing a distinction between figs and Shvua and Nazirus and Nadarim? There is no distinction. Because after all, if you're going to say the parallel, I'm not going to, if you're going to say the parallel of I'm not going to eat figs and you're saying that twice, well, just like that would not work for Shvua, that also would not work to add on a, a second term of Nazirus. And therefore, there is no distinction, right? 
So the Kitanin Yesh Neder Betoch Neder, and yet, right? So in other words, what as the Gemara says, the Chavsei Gavin Zir Sechi Dami Dami Rein Nazar Yom Rein Nazar Yom, right? The, if you're going to say that the case can't be, I'm not going to eat figs, and then I'm not going to eat grapes, because that would work for to 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 um, obligate you to not eat figs and grapes, even in the context of Shua. Therefore, the case must be, I'm not going to eat figs, that you're saying it twice. Well, that's similar to Haredi Nazar Yom saying the same identical thing twice. And we already learned, and we thought that that would work, but that only works according to Shmuel. Uh, but it's Kasha Huna. It does not work according to Ravuna, because after all, according to Ravuna, if you say Haredi Nazar Yom twice, it's the same thing as saying, I'm not going to eat figs twice, where you don't take on the second consecutive Nazirus. So the Gemara says, how do we get out of this? Amar Lach Ravuna, Ravuna would say, no. To say that I'm not going to eat figs twice is not the exact parallel in Shuas, but rather it's as follows. Masnisin to Amar Hareini Nazar Yom Hareini Nazar Lemachar, right? He understands our Mishnah when he says, Ain, right, that Yesh Neder Betoch Neder, he understands it where you, it can only work that you could serve consecutive terms if you changed it a little bit, the Nazirus. So he says, the Chavasei Gabi Shvua, the parallel in Shvua would be as follows. The Amar, Shlo Ochel Te'inim, first he says, I'm not going to eat figs. But then, you see what he did there? Because after all, the second shvua, according to this Gemara, is that first you said, I'm not going to eat figs, and then you make a second shvua saying, I'm not going to eat figs, and, and I'm not going to eat figs and grapes together. Okay, so, so Ravuna thinks that that's a better parallel. Why? Because after all, when I said, and then I said, there is 29 days that are overlapping, right? So there is a superimposition of the terms. And however, there is one day that's not overlapping. So when there's one thing that's sticking out that's not overlapping, that's enough to make me serve consecutive terms. So whereas, right, in the zeros that would make me serve consecutive terms, says Ravuna, and therefore that's what's called yesh neder betoch neder, right, that even though they're superimposed and mostly overlapping, as long as they have any difference at all, you're going to make them fully consecutive, right? Full 30-day terms, one after the other. That's the Chiddush according, of the Mishnah, according to Rav Huna. So, so what's the parallel of Shvuah, where it wouldn't work, uh, and you would not serve one on top of the other? As if I said, I'm not going to eat figs, then I turned around and said, I'm not going to eat figs together with grapes. What, how does that work? As follows. Says the Gemara, the lo chayla. Yeah, when it comes to Shvuah, the second, the second Shvuah doesn't, doesn't take effect. Oh, wow. The second Shavuot doesn't take effect? What does that mean? That means that I can eat as many grapes as I want? Uh, well, let's see. What does that mean? Because ain't Shavuot halal Shavuot, the amazing thing is, what it seems like, according to Ravuna, he's assuming, right, that if you say that, right, you're going to because of the fact that the first and the second shua are superimposed with respect to figs, you're not, you, we're not going to count the second shua at all. And you'll be able to eat grapes. Wow. So says the Gemara, is that really true? And we have this very case. Rabbah had this case. Guy comes and he says, makes it sure that he's not going to eat figs. And then he says, this is our exact case that we're bringing up in the name of, of Ravuna. And then the second case, he says, I'm not going to eat figs and grapes together. And then what happened? He goes to Andrew's house and he starts inadvertently. Let's say he's doing a bishogig, which means he'll have to bring a carbon chatas, right? 
So inadvertently, oh, he'll have to bring a carbon, right? Okay. So he becomes aware that he did it inadvertently. So he says, you know what? Oh, fine. I set it aside this animal, vehifresh carbon. I'm setting aside this animal to bring a carbon because I just became aware. I remembered that I had forgotten that I said I wasn't going to eat these figs and now eat, ate these figs. So fine. So I'll bring a carbon. And then, and then, and then he goes to someone else's house, let's say, right? And he eats not figs and grapes, but he eats only grapes, okay? According to Rabbah. The second time he eats only grapes. Now, watch this, Andrew. Again, the first shvua was not to eat figs. The second shvua was not to eat figs and grapes. Well, he did eat figs and grapes, just he didn't eat them simultaneously. He ate the figs, realized, committed himself to bring the carbon, and then ate the grapes. So the commitment to, to bring the carbon becomes like a mechitza, right, between the two episodes. At some point, you have to break up between the two episodes. So if the two episodes are broken up, remember the second shavua was not that he shouldn't eat grapes. It's that he shouldn't eat figs and grapes. It's only, it only becomes a problem if he eats them both. Well, he really did eat them both, but he had a separation between them. So that the second time, he only ate grapes. What's the halacha according to Rabbah? Right? Ah. The anavim end up being a chatzishir because he didn't eat figs and grapes the second time. He only ate grapes. And that's called chatzishir, which is to say, right, he vowed not to eat both. But at the end of the day, he only ate one of them. He's not going to have to bring a second carbon for the second Shavuot, right? So that is Rabbah's statement. Now, what the Gemara means to say here is that the implication of Rabbah is that if you had not committed, if one had not committed himself to bring the carbon, and there were no machitza between the first and the second Shavuot, right? Then his consumption of the figs before and consumption of the grapes later would then combine, and he would have to bring two carbonas, right? That's what it implies, right? Rabba threw in the idea that hifrish korban. So he threw in the mechitza between the first and the second. And it's only because of that, hafreshus korban, that he doesn't have to bring a second korban. But Rabba's implying that if he wasn't mafresh korban, he ate figs, and it makes sense, right? You make a shvua. You say, I'm not going to eat figs. Then you make a second shvua. I'm not going to eat figs and grapes, and then sure enough, you go to Andrew's house and you eat some figs. You go to Barry's house and you eat some grapes. According to Rabba's statement, it sounds like if that's what you did and you were never mafresh a korban before, you'd have to bring cor- two korbanas. One for eating the figs. And then the second one for eating figs and grapes. Because after all, you violated both of those. Alma says the Gemara, Heichad amr shvua shalochal te'enim bechaz v'amr shvua shalota ochal te'enim v'anavim. Sounds like if you first said a shvua that you're not going to eat figs, and then you came back and he said to Shua that I'm not going to eat figs and grapes. Right? And since the second, right, Shua is going to work on the Anavim, it's going to work on the Te'enim as well. In other words, the fact that you have to bring two Karbanas shows you that what? That the Shua actually works on the, on the dupe, on the figs twice, right? It works on the duplicate figs. By virtue of this addition, right, and that makes it 
more like a neder, like, not like a shvua. That's the question, right? In other words, that's a question on Ravuna. How could Ravuna say that if it takes effect on the grapes, it also take takes effects uh, takes effect on the on the figs? After all, you would think. See what we're doing is we're saying that the parallel case of shvua obligates you twice. In other words, Ravuna's explanation of our Mishnah was again. Our Mishnah said that that neder is not like shvua, right? So according to Shmuel, and I'm just going to repeat it because uh, for clarification, I think it, it makes it clear. Our Mishnah makes it sound like if the according to, like Shmuel, Shmuel says that if you superimpose two nedarim, identical nedarim, you'll serve consecutive sentences. Whereas if you superimpose two identical shvuas, you will not. That's what it sounds like when it says yesh neder mitoch neder ve'ein shvua mitoch shvua. That's what it's supposed to mean. Ravuna went ahead and said no. That it can't be that if you said the identical thing, you'll be serving consecutive naziris. That can't be. It has to be there's some difference. Well, what we're illustrating now is, is there is some difference, even though there is a superimposition and an overlap, then even within shvua, you'd be chayev twice. And therefore, there's no distinction between shvua and neder. You know, once we went through the trouble of trying to figure out what would be the parallel case of saying, Areni nazar yom and Areni nazar lamachar, so we said, okay, if you're saying two separate shvuas, one on figs and one on grapes, then of course that's not a parallel case. Those are two entirely different shvuas. But if you said two overlapping shvuas, even in that case, Rabba would hold that you would have to bring two karbanos. And therefore, even if there is an overlap, you still would have to bring two karbanos. And therefore, yesh shvua chal shvua, in the case, right, yesh shvua betok shvua, in the case of a parallel case to Rav Huna's case of Naziris, where the two Naziris are different. Even if there is an overlap, you still treat it as if it's two separate shruas, as if you would treat Nadarim, as if it's two separate Nadarim. And so according to Rav Huna, there is no case where there would be a distinction between shruas and Nadarim in that regard. Whether they overlap or not, as long as there's a difference between the two shruas, you're going to be higher for both. That's what Rabba proves with his case when he says that there's two korbanos, right, even if they overlap. Oh. To which the Gemara has to answer, Ravuna Losvir like Rabba. The only way for Ravuna to get out of it is to say that Ravuna doesn't agree with Rabba. That Ravuna would say, just, just let's follow what that means. Ravuna would have to say that if, you, if one made a shvua that they're not going to eat dates and then made a second shvua that they're not going to eat dates and grapes, then, according to Ravuna, by the, ver- by the virtue of the fact that there was any overlap, he wouldn't have to bring a second korba. That's what it means to disagree with Rabba in this context. Wow. Okay. So now, seven lines up from the bottom. A third challenge to Ravuna. Ravuna is really taking it on the chin here, Andrew. Mesve. There is a Bryce. The Bryce says the following. means he really made two, right, Dharam of Naziris. Commit himself to two. Okay? So, Manasarishona, so serve your first 30 days, and then Hifrish Karban, then you set aside, right, at the end of Naziris, there's a whole ritual of purification. One of them ha- involves bringing a Karban, one of the uh, procedures. Okay. Fine. So, so what happens if I say the following? I'm going to be a Nazir in Cheshvan, 
and then I'm going to be a Nazir and Kislev. Right, I made two Nazirs. Or let's say I said I'm going to be a Nazir, and I'm ready to serve my two sentences, so to speak, my two Nazirs terms. So I set aside an animal for the purification that comes after the first term. But then, before I bring that final carbon at the end of my Nazirus, Vinishal Alea, I go to Rabbi Rose and I undo my initial term of Nazirus. What does the Brisa say? Al Barishona. Explain what that means. I did not make any statement regards to when I want to be a Nazir. I just said I want to be a Nazir and I said it twice. So I said I want to be a Nazir, which we assume is a 30-day sentence. And then I served the 30-day sentence, okay? And then I was about to bring a carbon at the end of the 30-day sentence. But then I went, and again, I committed myself twice. So under normal circumstance, I'd have to serve a second sentence. But guess what I did? I went to Rabbi Rose and I canceled my first Nazirus. So Rabbi Rose successfully cancels my first commitment of Nazirus. And what did I already do? But I already served a 30-day Nazirus, so to speak. So the Bryce explains that I no longer have to do the second sentence because the second sentence takes over for the first. I already served one sentence. What happened? Tisha. So I already served the sentence of Nazirus. So by canceling the original, right, the original commitment, I now no longer have to do it. I'll bring a carbon and I'm done, right? Because... Right? And it would be the same thing. If somebody has uh, to serve two life sentences, right? So you say, how can you serve sentence? Because life doesn't really mean necessarily your whole life. Let's say life means 20 years. So a person gets two life sentences and it turns out, right, they serve two consecutive 20-year terms. So they're supposed to be in jail for 40 years. But it turns out there's a mistrial. There's a misunderstanding. They only, after serving 20 years, he gets exonerated for one of the two crimes. And you already served 20 years, so you get out, right? So Lahavdil, it would be similar for Naziris, right? You committed yourself to two terms, and then you, right, get out of one of the two terms, and you've already served one of them, so you get out. That's what the Bryce says. But now, here's the Chab. Hechi Dami. Yeah, when did he serve these two consecutive terms? So Ilema, the Amar Reini Nazir, Yom Reini Nazir, Lamachar, Amai Al-Saloshni Eberi Ha'ika yama yaseira. You see the chap like this. Yeah. All of this makes sense according to Shmuel. Because according to Shmuel, I didn't give any timestamp, right? I just said, here I am, I want to be a Nazir. And then according to Shmuel, and then I said, here I am, I want to be a Nazir. I made no mention of time. So those are two identical superimposed uh, sentences, right? And so they have the same exact time period. And therefore, once I serve one of them, if I get out of the other one, I've completed both terms. However, according to Rav Huna, who claims I hereby become a Nazir in the first statement, and that the only way that you have to say, serve consecutive terms is on the second statement, he said, I'll become a Nazir tomorrow. So then, when you serve the terms, don't I still have to serve another day? Right? Because I committed myself to an extra day. So how does the, right, the fact that I got out of the first one exonerate me from that 31st day? Right? I committed to it doesn't make any sense. That Bryce sounds very much like a complete superimposition, which is the position of Shmuel. Right? So that's what the Gemara says. It sounds more Pasha that the Bryce is like Shmuel. It 
sounds, unlike Ravuna and like Shmuel, that there is an exact superimposition, and it's only because of that that the two are exactly superimposed, and therefore it makes much more sense that that Brisa would go not like Ravuna, but rather like Shmuel. But to Yuvta, they're Ravuna, and that is the reputation of Ravuna. So then the Gemara explains how it might be as we arrive at Yechesim et Aleph. Says the Gemara, Lo, Lo, Olam, Arani, Nazar, Yom, Arani, Nazar, Lamachar. Maybe your Ravuna will be able to answer that. Umay also, Lo, Levar, Mahu, Yom, Yaser. It means that the second is considered fulfilled in society except for the extra day. That ain't a chinami. You would have to serve one more day. Okay, well, okay. So the Gemara says, or, Inami, another possibility is, Kugon, Shekiba, Shtein, Nazir, Spivas, Achas. Maybe, yeah, it is simultaneous. And Ravuna would have to concede that they're effective, but since they're identical, maybe that's when the first one, it, the second is actually fulfilled in its entirely, entirety by the first term already served, which is a slightly more complicated way of answering within Ravuna, but the first one is the one that we're going to go for with that's a little more passionate that you served the extra day. And so tomorrow on Shabbos, you can pick up with another caution of Ravuna. This mission is really sounding like it simply makes more sense according to Shemuel. Okay, everybody have a good Shabbos. Yeah.